0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pictures Without Pictures. This is the cursed episode, the one that that universe kept saying, "No, you cannot do this episode. This will not be occurring." But but we fought back and we said, "Universe, you do not control us." I looked at the stage light in the sky and I said, "No, not today."
1: And then it almost killed you. And then it almost killed me. Very topical. <laughs>
0: As you can see, uh, Truman here is sleeping at the minute. We are on day 10,909. I was very concerned that I wouldn't be able to find a wallpaper engine one for this film because it's a little yeah, bit more obscure than of so the other ones that's we've what, done. Yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking. But
0: it was the only one available and it's decent. And I was like, oh, thank
1: goodness. It's mm. somewhat of a cult classic, I'd say.
0: Yeah. And I, uh, I love me some... <laughs> I can't love him very much because I forgot his name for a second. I love me some uh, Jim Carrey films but I've mm-hmm. never seen this
1: one. and this, Me neither. I have actually seen this either. I've wanted
0: to see this film for years, and I'm glad we finally made the time to watch mm. it. I'd
1: heard things, but I, I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what it was, what it was about, so it was really yeah. interesting going into it. I mean, you now, hear people I, say oh,
0: okay. like, oh, it's like The Truman Show. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, you know this film had like quite a big impact, um, and I think we'll get into it later, but I think uh, the reason that's... a saying you hear so often is because it was surprisingly... Uh, it's, I don't know how to say the word out loud. Prescient? Is that it? Prescient? You know, the word that uh, means it predicted a lot of shit in a weird kind of a way.
1: Yeah, like, so ahead of its time kind of thing. Yeah. This, this, film came out, this film came out in 98. Yeah. So it's only about three years older than we are. Yeah. Exactly. Or three years younger, sorry. Not older.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Reese?
1: I am good. I just ate some fla food. It's great.
0: Hell yeah, dude, that's the best way to be. I ate way too much the other day. Uh, I'm okay, I'm slightly emptier than I was the other day. Um, But in a good way, because I was way too full. (laughs) I was was a wide boy for a while there. Uh, But then I got myself all fixed up. (coughs) We also have our co-host here today, Coral. Um, She's currently... There's always something going on with Coral lately. Currently she's doing this thing where she kind of like goes... Uh, so if you hear that, don't worry about it. She does it about once a day. Uh, we're trying to figure stuff out with her, but she's here too. She's our co-host. And I just called out, just called you out on your thing that you probably won't even do, love, didn't I? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Do you remember where you were the first time you watched this movie? <laughs> Right where I am right now. Same. A whole three weeks ago. Uh, that's something I was going to bring up actually, uh, because uh, I watched this movie three weeks ago. And there may be some details mm-hmm. that, like, if I haven't put notes in, I may. Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was
1: gonna, I was gonna put some time aside and rewatch it again. But then I thought, no, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'll have a harder time watching it again because it is a long movie and it's very much. It is very clear what's going on, so there's not really too much like pull out of it, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it it's a very black and white movie in that it, it does sort of. It's like this is the thing. Oh, morals! Oh, and <laughs> yeah. The, the film ends
0: like a couple hours later. Why do we always choose the long movies? Have you noticed that?
1: It is a very long movie, but I mean, more, there's typically more stuff in there, you know, yeah. more to talk about and all that. Exactly.
0: But yeah, I. Uh, oh man, I love this movie. I think it's probably. I it mean, was a fun movie. I haven't got a lot of movies ready to choose from for this list, but I think it's probably up there with some of my favourite movies. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've most of the Jim Carrey <coughs> movies I've seen, Are comedy ones. He does a lot of comedy movies, and there were definitely mm-hmm. some comedy elements to this movie, but not a huge amount. Um, actually, no, there weren't really, were there? Thinking about it, there
1: was, um, there was
0: like the odd like, look how awkward he is, but there wasn't, there wasn't. A yeah, huge it was a amount. more. It,
1: was, it wasn't so much Jim Carrey being funny. It was more like look at him, look at him uh like it was laughing at him at his expense.
0: Yeah, it was more like ha relatable
1: that kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean he had he definitely had his Jim Carrey moments. Yeah. When like he was working it out and like the whole bit where he was driving around and stuff and be, just being absolutely Jim Carrey crazy. Um <laughs> yeah. but yeah, for sure. It, it it was definitely more a case of he's so awkward ha ha Yeah, you know. exactly.
0: <clears throat> and um obviously childhood movies I grew up on, uh stuff like um uh, Jim, uh, <laughs> what's the fucking name? Um, it's the one before Evan Almighty, <laughs> something Almighty. Oh my God, my brain's. Covered. Oh, Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. I grew up on Bruce Almighty. <laughs> uh, I grew up on Pet Detective. Uh, all that fun stuff. Pet Detective, by the way, has not aged well. There were some bad jokes in Pet Detective. Oh, there are some
1: awful jokes in that movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: can't say we'll be doing that one. Uh, at least, yeah. Uh, not unless we want to tackle these issues in an episode, but. Um, not
1: anytime soon. Yeah, there is there is a lot <laughs> going on in that.
0: But I mean, it's it's aged. You like there's a whole of its time argument. Jim Carrey seems to yeah, be a decent sure.
1: dude from what I've seen on Twitter. Um, I mean, it, it, it's a case of you, you play a character. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, that's one of the things that people have issue with as well is separating character from actor. Yeah. Um, and. <clears throat> One, I, th- I think an interesting point idea that I always think of is I uh, can't remember his name, but the guy who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, and he he talked about once once uh, spoiler uh, once he was uh, Gleason, killed. Um, once he was killed off in the show? Um, he what was his name? Sorry, did you say
0: Jack Gleason? I believe
1: Jack Gleason. Um, yeah, so he did an interview afterwards, and he was talking about how. Yeah. Um, He got so many like shitty messages because uh, (laughs) they didn't like his character and he was just like He was basically just like it's such a weird mentality that people can't separate me from the character itself I'm an actor. It's what I do. (laughs) That dude did an entire lecture
0: uh, I think it's available on YouTube. It's I think he did a lecture at Oxford about, like, basically fame and, like, the way that, that our society reviews celebrities and stuff. It was a really fucking good lecture. And then he opened yeah. it up to questions, and they were all about Game of Thrones. And I was like... Of course they were. Guys.
1: <laughs> come on. We, we, we do not deserve such a wholesome boy. <laughs> um, uh, he
0: didn't seem to mind, but I was a
1: little bit like, guys, come Yeah, on. <laughs> like, like you pour your heart and soul into, like, a presentation like that, and then like, to turn, around be like, you know that thing you're in? Yeah. Hey, oh, that's right. cool. Did, <laughs>
0: did you really shoot someone with a crossbow? <laughs> <it>, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that wasn't the question that was asked to be, to, to put that out there. But, like, you know what I mean. Just that general energy.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, all right. So, Truman Show. Getting back on track here. Um, I've put down here, it opens with a pitch slash trailer for what it is, which I thought yeah. was kind of cool. Uh, I it was know.
1: very cool, yeah.
0: I was going to go back and watch the actual trailer to see, like... Uh, before going into this movie, I knew the premise, but I didn't know, like, if it was supposed to be known or if it was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. That just got spoiled this, over the years. But I th- think this, this is, is a movie which puts you in there knowing the premise very much from oh the Oh, yeah, start. for sure. It, it's, it's, like,
1: it's dramatic irony, the movie. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> like that, that's the entire movie.
0: You're watching it the whole time, thinking, like, when's he going to figure it out? Yeah, like, You're it watching the
1: cogs turning. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so interesting.
0: Good. And I'll say this right now even though it's kind of talking about the movie as a whole. A lot of these movies that we do, if they're really good and stuff, I say I don't want them to do a sequel because so much of a movie world is just sequels pumped out there for money. And while I'm not saying I would want a sequel of this specific movie, I would mm. love another movie to, like, revisit this idea of... Imagine at the end of this movie when he goes out there and he escapes and he goes into the wider world. Like, what kind of experience is that? Or, like, if they did it a different yeah. way where the whole town was, like, like you know not knowing that they were
1: being part of the show i'd love it i'd love it it if they did something like that and it 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 was it was filmed like a documentary almost like where is he now you know like the truman where is he now kind of like thing exactly Um, and it like build off of the whole like oh you uh a a sensation across the world (laughs) all this time (laughs) until he left one day
0: it would have to be all like footage filmed from, like, there were no personal interviews with him because he didn't want cameras like, documenting his life because he's had that his entire life, (laughs) so it would be like yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, and then it could be like a it could be like a commentary on, like, paparazzi and stuff like that, that would be interesting yeah, Um, yeah. but you just reminded me I did see a movie once, I have no idea what it was, but I did see at least part of a movie, which was, like this, it was humans as if it was a nature documentary from, like, David Attenborough, but, like, aliens so it would be, like it would be documenting this guy who'd be going to work and he would like have an affair with one of his colleagues or whatever and it would be like and so they begin the mating ritual and like all this <laughs> kind of stuff if anyone knows yeah. what that movie is i would love to know because i what i saw of that movie was quite fun mm.
1: that sounds like a very specific movie as well yeah. so it probably wouldn't be too hard to find if she did a bit, do a bit of digging
0: <laughs> yeah I, I might do that um <laughs> but yeah and then the whole i remember there was this whole this whole thing where because he was wearing a condom and like they were not actually trying to make babies it was like he was. Mm. They were only practicing the mating ritual. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the aliens didn't understand. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah. 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 That's, that's that's really funny.
0: But yeah, that, that just reminded me of that movie. Um, now here's where the three-week gap becomes apparent. My next note is Meryl talks a lot like my lecturer. I don't even know who Meryl is anymore.
1: <laughs> Meryl. Think, okay, I'm gonna bring up a cast list just so I we can. Before... The, I think she's one of. I think that's his wife. Team. I think that's Ooh. supposed to be his wife. Is that? That place? his wife, I think. I think I'm Meryl's the person that plays his sh- wife. Show
0: characters. I should have done this before the show. Sorry, everyone. Um, Meryl. Oh, yeah, that is his wife. Something yeah. about the way she talked reminded me of my university lecturer. Not in like a bad way, but you know when some people just have a similar cadence to someone you know and it just strikes you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that, that, that really struck me. Just a little personal note I thought I'd throw in there. But yeah, so uh, as far as I remember, the movie opens with and <laughs> three weeks. has not a long time for you to forget, but a lot has happened in these three weeks. Um, but yeah, as far as I remember, the show opens with a pitch or like a trailer of what it is. And yeah, then yeah, for the I mean, most part, for like the first 60% of the movie, or I guess first like two acts or whatever, you're just like purely focusing on his point of view, on Truman's point of view, mm-hmm. aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you see him going about it, his daily routine and stuff.
1: It is almost like it is almost like you're, you're watching it from almost like because obviously all these people are watching, and there's a lot of like cuts and stuff where it does show like your camera angle is literally the exact same camera angle that these guys are looking at. So you're yeah. just watching along with them. Yeah, basically. There are, obviously are points where it's like impossible angles that wouldn't have cameras if yeah. it was such a thing.
0: I think they had kind especially of especially early on a lens.
1: Uh, they,
0: they have kind of a lens. shot sometimes don't need to show you, like the faded around the just to show that you're literally looking through one of the camera lens.
1: Because yeah. uh, literally the, 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 how they introduce him as well is fantastic. Like, he's just some weirdo talking into a mirror. So you think, your initial thought is, oh, he knows he's being recorded. But no, it's just he's just a weirdo. Yeah. Like, which is a whole thing. And which that, they like, use it. Like, okay. Movie. And then yeah. immediately, it, 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 for, for both the people watching the film and the people in the film watching that, It makes him very endearing, which I think it it makes it immediately understandable why people are interested in watching him, because he's just such a a weird, awkward and wacky character. Yeah, Like, he's so outside of what people would consider normal, for sure, the fact that he literally is just talking into himself, playing out weird scenarios.
0: I would say the whole charm of him is he is normal. He's that kind of like, he's got that weirdness that we all have, if you know what I mean? Like, he's relatable. And that's why people love to watch him, because they're like, yeah. oh, wow, look at him. That's that's totally what I do. Isn't it weird that he does what I do kind of a thing? Yes, I was uh, sure, talking for sure. to someone in work the other day about how weird it is that, like, isn't it weird how we all, or not all of us, but a lot of us grew up when, like, we were looking outside the car window when we were bored. We would do, like, we would imagine, like, Tony Hawk skating over, like, wires and stuff. And, like, that's not something you would talk about with people at school, but it is what a lot of us just independently did. Uh, there's mm-hmm. loads of little well, idiosyncrasies it- like that. I don't know if I yeah, use I mean, it's, it's the idea
1: of entertaining a bored mind with imagination, yeah. which is, you know, is effectively what you're doing there. Uh, the only difference here is that you are physically doing it in front of an audience, not to his knowledge, obviously, because you wouldn't do it if you knew, mm. but it, it's such like it, it, it is very much like a personal character thing in that your imagination is your own. So you're doing something in your own presence rather than doing that in front of someone. Mm. Exactly. I only just realized the
0: wallpaper engine stopped. Sorry. <laughs> it's back up now. <laughs> um but yeah exactly and um i think it's super interesting how this was made in 1998 and this was before live streaming this was before yeah. i think this was before reality tv shows really took off like wasn't this before big brother went hang on let me just do another quick oh, google oh god <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I laughs> big brother which itself is named after like 1987 or whatever but big brother season 1 yeah that was uh, 2 years after the Truman show the first the first season of big brother so that's interesting like they probably took the idea from it which i think is interesting that they they do movies like this like wow wouldn't it be fucked up if this happened and then network tvs are like wow that's a really good money making idea <laughs> and they just completely missed the message <laughs> you know <clears throat> although to be fair the people in big brother knew what they were signing up for uh mike truman did not is his name mike truman i think it's mike truman isn't it mike? wait what <laughs> Is no, his name it's, Mike? no, it's Truman, Burbank. No, it's Truman um, Burbank. I don't know where I got Mike say. Truman from. Where did I get Mike Truman from? I've got to look this up now too. This is Christian Google's the show. Mike Truman is a British film producer, director, and editor. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and he, he's 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 not about anymore. He's not about these days. Anyway, uh, it's funny how names stick in your mind like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and um, so yeah, I th- I thought it was interesting that. The falling stage light happened so early on, like they weren't yeah. just gonna let us watch his day. Like we see the very beginning of things unfurling, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: like it drops us in that. Like, it, 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 and there's 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 no reason to believe that everything has worked up until that point. It's just true. just a like think something that thing. because like he's so baffled by it as well. Yeah, like the fact that the fact I mean, he, credit to Jim Carrey's uh, acting, but like the way he plays it off as well is like what the. F- that that's a what yeah (laughs) like it's it's a whole thing
0: yeah and of course it immediately like shows you what to expect from the movie because it's like he's baffled by it we as the audience know why it happened and we're going oh fuck how's he gonna react to this how's this gonna get fixed and then Mm -hmm. immediately afterwards you see in the car they they very quickly convince him that the falling light was it came from like an aircraft overhead um, and even though like, they clearly show that he doesn't like take note of that and go oh okay but it's just like subliminally like planted in his mind as he's, as he's driving around clearly it's like oh okay that's been explained so this is when stuff like this happens they have fail safes in place to explain it yeah, um, yeah. I thought that was a very quick and efficient way of showing the audience like this is how this world works when shit breaks uh, they very often fix it uh, in really insidious and subliminal
1: ways yeah for sure
0: and we see that happen a few more times throughout the movie, too. <laughs> in fact, we see that, like, the breaking point of that, and just how far they go to, like, how many contingencies they have in place, and how far they'll go. And I fucking love this movie for that. It's super interesting. Um, but, yeah. So, I I like that scene a lot. And then, um, also, I like how they made... First of all, we learn more about this later in the movie, but we learn... Um, without any like like they show us, they don't tell us they show us how Truman is afraid of water uh, how it's like oh hey why don't you go over to the island and like which first of all is the island even part of it or is this just a plotline that they that they put into the show to like remind the audience of how he's afraid of water so they can do the flashback thing you're always questioning that, you're like how much of this is real and how much of this is
1: manufactured which I find Yeah. cool the the island stuff I think is Probably manufactured by yeah. this, by, by the how it how it plays out because
0: they know he won't okay. be able to do it. Um, yeah, and like the boat is probably intentionally placed there as well to like trigger his like oh god kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I the the fact that he's afraid of open water is obviously something that's been manufactured and is very important later in the movie. But it's also super interesting metaphorically of like. He's afraid of open water because open water signifies, like, you know, a wider world that he hasn't, you know, made the attempt to go out and see.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And that's, you know, he's he's in a cage. That's the thing. It's 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 the, it's the want to do something, but the fear of it going wrong.
0: Yeah, he's not just in a cage that he's been placed in. He's also in a cage of his own mind. And like, mm-hmm. you know, hi. Whether
1: <laughs> whether that was manufactured or not, it it, it ends up they basically for, force it on him that he yeah. ends up being his own. Downfall in that regard. Yeah, he he's locked in a in the cage because they, I mean obviously they were the catalyst to make it happen, but it's it's still a, very much a case of it's him restricting himself, which is ethically fucked up. <laughs> like oh yeah, this I mean that's what this film is. It's yeah. just ethic ethical grayness everywhere. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's a it's a mire of ethics. Yes,
1: um, that's yes. Good, Another thing. Good, uh,
0: good uh, another thing i fucking loved about this movie and the second it first happened i was like oh my god please tell me that they're gonna build on this and they did is the product placement
1: stuff oh my god yeah like ah so i didn't catch it the first time they did it but then as soon as as soon as the camera started zooming in the second time i was like i know i realized what it was before she even said it and i was like oh shit this is fucking product placement shit yeah she's literally advertising it and i was just like because like, she says it in such a weird cadence the first time I, yeah. I think I was too wrapped up in like the Truman's actual story bits because he was doing some stuff at the time and yeah, and the way she said it it's oh, so weird Ah, oh, I know, I think the first so time weird. they do
0: it is when, you, when you're following him on the way to work, those those two twin dudes push him up against a wall and there's like a poster there for a product, isn't there? Um, yes, or
1: um, or th- there's a lot of that, um, I mean that's pretty much everywhere I, I'm talking about more like the, um, yeah, the yeah, when I his know. wife does it but yeah yeah like it is so like blatant yeah because it's always the same as well you start to realize the pattern it does it every single time so that Mm -hmm. what they change the advertisement on that thing and they always make sure it's pushed up into it by the same two guys every time
0: and so that you can see it boy do i have a lot of opinions on advertising as you well know i've been complaining a lot about how during this pandemic uh we've been getting a lot of we're, while adjusting to your new normal buy our product, you know, like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. everywhere right now. And it's, in these tough times, it's like... In these brighten. tough times, it's important to subscribe to our new, yeah, you know, like uh, yeah, it, it pisses me off so much. Sorry, we're never getting, getting paid for our podcast, by the way if it takes off, we're never getting sponsors do <laughs> <laughs> we'll Patreon or something um, but <laughs> oh my god, it annoys me so much. Last night I was watching a Game Grumps video uh, while I was kind of drifting off to sleep and mm. We There was a mid-roll ad and it was just five seconds of, I won't mention the brand because, opinions, uh, but five five seconds of bottled water on the screen and there were no words. It was just zooming in on the bottled water and then obviously I could skip the ad. And I thought that is like basically subliminal advertising at this point, right? Like I'm yeah. watching a video and then just out of nowhere it cuts to a picture of bottled water for five seconds, mm. and then I skip yeah. it, and it's
1: like- it's, it's horrible.
0: And I was annoyed it, because I was like, that's gotta, that's gotta be unhealthy for my like, brain, right? Something in my subconscious. Like, so, and I have no
1: control over it. So, Game Grumps are really bad. I'm, I'm just gonna call them out right now. Game <laughs> Grumps are really bad at mediating their mid-rolls because you can mediate them as far yeah. as I'm aware, but they don't. And yeah. so, the fucking whiplash you get from watching their videos is horrible sometimes. like there have been times where i wanted to just turn the video off because of how off it'll be a, like a long video and there will just be so many fucking minerals like five second ads it just completely cuts everything ruins any comedy that would be happening to be fair there's some other youtubes is... i want a youtubers i watch who time it specifically so they'll have like a small like window where they'll just stop doing whatever else talking whatever mm-hmm. and then it'll go into the ad and then it'll carry on so there's a natural break there yeah
0: well to be fair a lot of um like... a lot of old videos, because this was an older video. I was watching a lot of old videos The as far as I'm aware, the mid-roll ads get, like, jumbled around against their will, and, like, yeah. there have been, there've been Twitter posts of people being like, why the hell do I suddenly have seven mid-roll ads on this video I haven't paid attention yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, I think, I think
1: I think saw, I saw a post specifically from Lawrence, who was basically saying about that, he was he was basically like, why have you put this many fucking <laughs> mid-roll ads? That's disgusting. YouTube's just And he was like, platform. I've removed most of them, because holy shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, YouTube's a terrible, terrible platform. If you're watching this on YouTube, shout out to you! Uh, we're also on Spotify. <laughs> uh, Probably go what there. <laughs> ads are like. I don't know what Spotify's ads are like because I, uh, I have premium, but hopefully they're not too bad. Um, they're,
1: they're not too bad. I think. I think, I like think most most of the stuff. Most of the issue with I think Spotify is that it's very. Um, you don't have much control over what you listen to on Spotify when you don't have premium. So
0: I thought that was an old model, and they got rid of it
1: oh they I changed know. that okay they, they, they changed it a lot for years, so. but
0: yeah I've also had premium for years at this point either way uh, we just accidentally did an ad of our own damn it <laughs> well I mean Spotify's fine pay us Spotify <laughs> no I'm joking but yeah I fucking love what this movie does with product placement and like kind of yeah. conversation around that um, and especially like when Shit's hitting the fan later, how she still, despite everything, has to still doing it that yeah. product placement, and it's, it's in her contract. Yeah, like you and know. it's so out of nowhere that it sends him flying off the edge. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 for sure. It's like who are you talking to? I think he says he like. Yeah, actually, I think I've got the
0: note. Oh wait, no, yeah, but that's 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 around a similar that's, scene where it's a little bit later. So. That reminds me, though the music in this film, or the soundtrack of this film is fucking superb, because it's so yes. focused on uh, portraying Truman's inner, like, his inner mind, his, his because that's mm-hmm. obviously what we don't get as a movie, and so much of, like, the soundtrack isn't, like, specifically music, it's just kind of, like, the general feeling of, you know, what he's feeling, what his attitude's mm-hmm. like. If he's, if he's, like, really anxious, then suddenly we'll get a lot of, lots of, like, really high notes that are held um, and like that that scene we mentioned earlier, where he's yelling, "Who are you talking to?" Uh, that's when he's really going off the rails, and he threatens his wife with a knife. Hashtag wife with knife. I don't know why I did that. Anyway, uh, and and um, and that's when she says, "Do something." And that was like. As in, like, send mm. someone in to defuse the situation because mm-hmm. it's obviously broken down far beyond any like repair, and he's he's threatening her with a knife. And I, yeah. there is a single high pitched note during that entire scene, which just puts you so on edge. It's, it's mm-hmm. superbly done.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, that's that's jumping ahead a bit. But I feel I felt like I should mention it. Now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, the the product placement stuff is oh, I love it because I'm just like this is this is our life. This was another thing they fucking predicted.
1: Yep. Aggressive product placement. And boy, and do I
0: juice. feel like bottled water right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, when. So the fact that we as a viewer knows it's all fake helps us be angry about stuff. Uh, for Truman. Uh, so, for instance, when he's thinking about the storm that killed his dad, it starts storming, to manufacture a reaction out of him and that just really like angered me because i was like oh yeah for sure yeah yeah." imagine like struggling with your mental state and then there is someone who maliciously like tampers with the world to make you have an even harder time for the entertainment of billions like jesus it
1: breaks as well to begin with as well because it's only just over him and he's just like what what (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that was another tell, wasn't it? That, that, was that was yeah.
1: And then he just sort of like was running around, and it was chasing him. And then he was just sort of laughing about it. And then the entire like obviously sky opened up, and then yeah, god, that was god. real weird. That was really weird. It was it was like kind of comedic though as well. The yeah. fact that it was like this really emotional moment, and then it was just this tiny little rain cloud on him.
0: Yeah, and he was like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: god, that that
0: moment specifically reminded me of. Um... Priest Almighty, although if that was a different raining scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ah, oh, he's so good at portraying just people going through shit, isn't he?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I another thing I pointed out. Uh, so I think this scene then cuts to the next day. He's going to work again. Uh, and all of his suits they all grey. They all just—they were just so grey in uniform, like it. It's mm-hmm. he's leading such a boring, normal life, uh, yeah. which is obviously what makes it fascinating, but.
1: Um yeah, that's the point. It's it's the it's the it's the normal uh it's it's like behind the closed doors kind of thing, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like Oh strange, he acts so normal during the day but behind closed doors, like he does this and that and Yeah.
0: It's like, whoa, look at the human condition, that's crazy.
1: <sighs> yeah, pretty much, yeah.
0: Um and then I think it's that scene, isn't it, where his dad turns up uh
1: yeah I, and... Yeah, and he's like and then there's there's like a a strike team that like pull him away. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the simulation breaks, and it's like, wow, they must rehearse this shit.
1: Yeah, because cause it's funny, because you, you, yeah, there's, like... could you recognise people as well, in that group of people that grab him. Yeah. Because there's, I think there's a woman, which he spoke to before, and there's someone else, and, like, they, and the fact that they were just following him, like, they were just there, yeah. specifically to do that, like, they weren't, like, going about doing stuff, they were literally there, you know. Exactly,
0: and, um... It's. I think it's the most like severe we see the simulation break um, mm. for a little while. And I'm... it was the first scene that made me go, man, I wish I could like get a perspective behind the scenes to see what that was like. And I fucking love that the movie paid that off. And in the interview, they were like, oh, so tell us what it was like when the actor broke onto set and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's something I love about this movie. It it explores both perspectives. You know yeah, me, yeah, it's really interesting. My perspectives. <laughs>
1: And one of the things I love about the scene as well is it, aside from obviously the people that pull him, pull the guy away, there's like the constant flow of people walking. yeah and obviously he's trying to get past them, but they're obviously they're doing it to specifically push him in a direction yeah, to stop him going such so aggressively... he's just stuck in the tide yeah Aggressive like, it normality. goes from <laughs> exactly like it goes from like people walking around being friendly to each other, to just almost like a wave of people just moving like. Yeah. and the fact that he's so fixated on this random person he's as like well. wait, wait wait he doesn't wait, notice wait. it <laughs> yeah he doesn't realize he just thinks like he's actually like, oh, i'm just getting people away like yeah so he's just trying to get back but yeah
0: oh so well done like i would mm-hmm. happily watch this movie again tomorrow it's so fascinating
1: it is um, very fascinating and that that's that's what, that's what makes it good because it, it's it's such an interesting concept as well mm. um and it raises many questions both moral or not. Mm. and and. not, yeah it's just an it's an interesting uh character study as well of the people behind the camera and the people obviously on camera and the fact that most of these people are like you know i'm I'm doing a job to do a thing and then obviously truman's whole thing of being like this is how this is my life like why would i you know i'm just gonna go have an existential crisis yeah everything is fake everything is a lie like and you're behind the camera
0: of, the duality of what those people must be like where it's like they have their real lives and they know everything is fake and then they're, they're like really good actors of just pretending that they have this mm. other job in in this world uh, it's like I'll be interested to learn more about those people what it's like to be one of those actors like I said there are so many avenues for stories yes for sure
1: for um, sure like do it like a widespread documentary of just yeah. the Truman show God, it, where, well, I you would know
0: watch that in a heartbeat if, the uh, casting
1: crew where are they now kind of deal just don't you know? do it purely
0: for money do it for the fucking love of making the story as well like sure like you would do it because you want to make a sequel and like from the publisher side of things or producer side of things make money but like oh, I just don't want a sequel that's so fucking like you know what I mean like Truman Show 2 oh there's another person doing it and it doesn't explore anything new like like with what we know today about like human behaviors and the way we get advertised to about things and live stream live stream behavior and all this kind of stuff i think there's a lot more that could be explored with that kind of documentary style sequel should we just fucking yeah. pitch this who made this <laughs> should we just pitch
1: the sequel should we just yeah we'll try and write we'll, we'll write a oh, screenplay for it and then yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll pitch it it's all good
0: yeah get jim carrey on board
1: <laughs> almost almost 20 year, or over 20 years after the original movie if
0: he's going to do Dumb and Dumber 2 he'll do this right
1: <laughs> I mean it's, it's just for the intrigue like yeah hey, sure
0: <laughs> hey do you want to do something of substance no that sounds asshole anyway uh, we'll <laughs> talk about this off camera it's fine um, no I don't know I, I think the comedy movies are important as well oh and yeah for I sure my dad fucking loves Dumb and Dumber I've never seen it uh, but That's apparently Dumb right. and Dumber 2 was not very good <laughs> That's what I've heard, uh, but yeah. So I like how um, after this happens, and he goes and he tells his wife, "I just saw my dad," and she's like, "Oh no," because obviously she's been briefed about this before. So it's like, how can we yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. deal with this? I'll just like pity him and like it, make him forget about it. And mm. that's when have you noticed his kind of his kind of knee-jerk reaction to when he bumps up against the borders of his world is. I want to go travelling. Like, I want to see Fiji. Have you ever been to Fiji? We should go to Fiji. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. And this idea obviously becomes way more, like, implanted in his mind as the movie goes on. But I love how Fiji basically becomes synonymous with escaping the film set. And yeah, whenever yeah. he talks about going to Fiji, you're there going, yes, escape the film set. <laughs> Do it.
1: That, that, that's what I love as well. I think with the pacing of this movie as well is done really well because everything from the start obviously you get you get obviously you get like the introduction to the, the the show and stuff so you know what's going on but then for a good portion like a good portion of the movie everything you if that goes wrong you experience with truman yeah exactly. and then after a little while you start to see behind the curtain and then you start to see more and more of that stuff going on so you start mm. thinking back oh so this happened because of this and they are this character already knew about that thing that happened because yeah. they were told about it oh my god and all yeah. this stuff and like it it, it just pretty so it basically just starts to slowly pull back that facade um as Truman sort of slowly starts to be like this is weird uh this is real and then as soon as that start those doubts are coming in is when we as viewers start to see that obviously the actual stuff behind the character yeah we
0: learn it about uh like slightly slightly faster than he does
1: yes and that's so interesting yeah we're like a couple steps ahead of him which is really interesting
0: yeah, and I think it's it's, a, it's such a good way of telling the story. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's when we get a flashback to um, his high school stuff, because at this point we probably are wondering as an audience, like, well, how did this work during his earlier years?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: And they get more into that during the interview portion of the movie, but um, for, for a minute we get to see how his romance with his wife was kind of orchestrated um, and mm. how he was very much, even then, not even given a choice, he was very much, like, funneled in a direction um with his friend. But then you see like you can't you you can't like stamp out true feelings and yeah. you see him start to fall for the wrong person, like just an extra, um, in that in that movie set and she very much falls for him as well. And so she wants to save him from this fate. And it's interesting that she flat out she manages to flat out tell him that none of this yeah. is real. You're on a set, you're on a movie like oh, I guess I keep calling it a movie set, but you know what I mean. Like None of this is real. You're being filmed, like, you're being watched by millions of people, I think she even tells him. And he's like, what? And, like, the concept is so absurd that he doesn't fully absorb it before she's taken away. uh, And he never sees her again.
1: Obviously, her her dad is all like, oh, she's off her bed. Yeah, exactly. And that whole whole spiel, so.
0: And, um, like, it's so, like interesting how, like, we first of all, we get to see from the camera's point of view. At this point, we're not seeing directly behind the scenes, but we do see from the camera's point of view how it's, like, trying to chase them and find like, wait, wait, where did they go? kind of thing. And then you yeah, kind of see yeah, them yeah, down yeah, the scenes. Sure. Um, But then later on, we learn more about how, like, she's been doing this campaign of, like, free free Truman and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and how fucking tragic is it that he tries to rebuild a memory of her with clippings from magazines of other faces?
1: Oh it's, oh, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Oh I hate and he it so sneaks much. down to the basement When I realized to do what it. he was doing, I was just like oh
0: And that's when you realise that like even if he doesn't like he's not fully uh, twigged. Uh, there is a part of him, that definitely knows that uh, his whole yeah. life is manufactured, because he's you know escaping from his wife to do it down in the basement where like there's obviously we know there's cameras, but like he feels like there's nowhere what nobody watching him, he can try and figure the mm. stuff out for himself.
1: It's it's synonymous as well with the, the his manufactured life as well. The fact that he's almost had to try and man, the only thing he's able to sort of make himself was this person that he can't even have anymore exactly and so he's obviously manufactured this image of her of what he remembers her as yeah from all these various things it's
0: almost creepy like this obsession that drives him it's unhealthy Mm. um but that's the whole point this world that they've built for him isn't going to put him in a healthy mental state and that's Mm. kind of like the backdrop of his whole ethical dilemma of like it's not fair, like, he's a dude, let him live his life, let him be with who he wants to be with, let him experience, let him go to Fiji, let him experience the world, and um, you see during the interview portion of the movie, the the quick click over to Google, uh, Christoph dude uh, is like, oh no, if he he really wanted to leave, if he was really determined enough, uh, and he escaped, we would let him escape, he's not a prisoner, but he's just lying to himself, of course he's a fucking prisoner. There are so many things. Well, in place to stop it, him.
1: It, it, it's one of the things which it it, it it is very evident at the very end of the movie, where he's basically like, "Well, I'm his dad. I, I created him. Why would yeah. he leave me? He he loves me, even though he know who I am. Yeah. Like, and then there's almost like this level of like, like, God. He he feels himself like yeah. the way he's yeah. built this whole thing up is very much a god complex, and that he's basically like, hey. You can't leave because uh, I uh, I'm the reason you're a, you're a thing, and I'm I'm everything basically Literally. as a sort of almost like nefarious god that he's portraying himself as or believes he is. But he believes himself to be this almighty thing, whereas the things he's actually doing are very nefarious and very controlling, and completely the opposite of what um, any sort of religion would say a god was for.
0: Exactly, and it's also interesting how much he's portrayed as like. A traditional like film director or an author who's yes. like no no everything's got to be this way and it kind of it, it not like it doesn't go in depth about it but it kind of brings up a discussion of like how much control do creators have over their creations and mm. um that kind of thing how much like obviously like a I narrative mean, story isn't a, a sentient human being it's very different but you know what I mean like yes. they that was, it, I mean, was we, definitely portrayed that way for a reason
1: I, I think we talked about before about the wow. ideas of cre- of creative freedom and. Um, the restrictions that money has on such things. Mm. Um, the f- I, I it is very much played out. Like money isn't an issue in yeah. this because it's such a huge thing, so ahead of its time. In obviously in the actual movie universe itself as well. It's such a thing that's ahead of its time, and this Christoph Mann is, is heralded as a genius of film yeah. because of this incredible thing he's made. But he's also very um,
0: private because, obviously, he's a flawed man and he doesn't want people to see his flaws. He just wants to, them to see his creations. He's like... Mm. You know what I mean? He's You get the sense yes. that, like, even though he's not going to admit it to himself, he's, he's almost there like... No, because if they hear me talk about this, they'll think this about me, and that's not true. When obviously it is true. Like, he's in denial yeah. about so many things. And he... It, like, some primal part of him knows that, and he doesn't want the world to see that. I think that's the whole point of him being a private person, and the interview being rare. Especially when they challenge him on some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he wants to be in control. Uh, he wants to appear to be in control, so he lets the... Um... Oh, I need to find her name. Uh, so he lets... Um... Lauren Garland. uh, That that's the name of character he falls in love with. Uh, He lets her speak on the phone. I mean, he's like you know dismisses her and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we can see he's very much uh, towards the end of the movie. He's not in control of his feelings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Like he, he's definitely like
1: he he is very. That's the thing as well. Like that's one of the few times you actually see any sort of emotion out of him aside from the end of the movie. I think where he's very much (laughs) like, or when he's like angry when stuff starts going sideways later on. Yeah. Um, but like, he he he's very much like a, I'm in control. Why would I? Why would I let my emotions get the better of me? I'm I'm completely in control. I know what I'm doing. This is all my work. This is you know, this is who I am. This is what. This is all these incredible things I've done. So, why would I bother? You know. Exactly. If I could go back for a bit to,
0: um, so after he's after we've had that flashback about his love interest, and then we see just how much. He's doubting the world uh, and how much the cogs are beginning to spin. Um, this is a super interesting part of the movie. I like that he starts to go to work and he's walking around the revolving door. And then he keeps walking around it. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously a metaphor for like a revolving door for his revolving mind, for the cogs turning, for like he's yeah, figuring yeah, yeah. stuff out. But also in a very real sense, he's like, you know, like, for, I, I've, I've kind of talked about this a lot over the years, but you couldn't just sit on a bus and then scream at the top of your lungs. There is something that prevents you from doing that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first of all, being a decent human being and not scaring the shit out of everyone around you. <laughs> yeah. But also just a sense of normalcy of, like...
1: Well, it's, 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 it's a social thing, isn't yeah. it? It's it, it's not it's it's not so much a normalcy that it's just a social thing. Yeah. And it's a social norm. And if, exactly. if you were just to randomly scream, then obviously that ruined your social status.
0: Yeah. And, like, for instance, I guess a less extreme example is... Um, if I'm waiting for you in town, um, I'll often whip out my phone and scroll through Twitter. Not because I want to read Twitter, but because, you know, like you get the impression that you can't just stand somewhere and do nothing. Yes. Um, which obviously is false. Nobody cares, nobody's watching you, but it's this impression. And there are so many things like that. And this is when he, he's doubting the world so much that he starts to actually test these things. Um, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, what well, if I just keep walking through the revolving door? What are people going to do? Like, if this is truly a false world then, like, are people going to suddenly not know what to do? So if I if I walk in the opposite direction, if I break my routine, if this is really is a false world, then surely five streets over there'll be nothing going on, right? Because then it revolves around me, and all of this kind of stuff, and you see him testing it more and more. And mm. then he actually starts coming up against those boundaries, and you see the actors not being prepared for it. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so interesting how they're like, Oh, sorry. So, uh, so uh, this elevator's out of order. If it's, uh, and you can see like some of the other people in the background, like running off and putting their their hands to their ears, like communicating. Like, what do we? What do we do? What do we do? He's over mm-hmm. here. Send people over here now. Um, and and there's,
1: there's almost a sense of like as well. Like he he he's is almost like a sense of paranoia from him as well. Like he yeah. thinks he's being watched or followed. And so he's basically running around as if to be like, "Ha! Ah, where am I going? You don't know." Exactly. Um, he's like trying to throw kind of off
0: uh, followers and stuff. And um, yes, I think if you watch the extras in those scenes, they are kind of like continuing to be normal. And I think that's mm. their mistake because if someone started reacting oddly like that, you would like throw them a glance, like, "What's this guy doing?"
1: For sure, for sure. And like, the
0: fact, like, uh, the fact that they're so stalwart and like, "I'm reading the newspaper. I'm not looking at him." He starts to be like, "What's happening?
1: This isn't right." Yeah. What is it he does? He, like, he, he does something, or... He, he starts like, to walk he, when one he goes... way,
0: and then he quickly runs the other way, and, like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he starts running in front of cars in the street and stuff. And he, and like, he, else
1: he, else. he, like, he like, throws shit, and, yeah. like, he does something else. Like, he just does completely obscene shit, and then people are just, like, carrying on. He's just like, what is yeah. going on?
0: Yeah, and um, it's, it's sad, because it's kind of a mental breakdown. And even though he's right, um, it's kind of a mental breakdown that you're witnessing. And the music yeah. in this scene is so, like normal um that it's like this cognitive dissonance that feels so fake and it's so good at creating the sense that everything is fake um because the fact that it continues to be like normal you know happy upbeat you know walk along music you in your mind are going like oh this feels wrong like i'm witnessing a man breaking down and it's like i forget what the music was like but you know what i mean um yeah it was it was so well done I, I keep saying that. <laughs> That's what I'm just going to call this well, podcast. The whole, so the well.
1: whole idea of the music as well is it further escalates how strange the things he is doing, mm. especially with the music because well, because it's such a normal thing as well, and then everyone is being normal, and then you've got Truman literally losing his mind and going crazy. Yeah, um, and it, complete, it further escalates that, and it's like, and then you get to the point like, if this was real, these people would be reacting. And like you said, that that, that eventually that does, is one of the reasons the whole thing is the downfall is because of that specific moment where no one is reacting. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and um, I really enjoyed watching it. And also, uh, it, it's in slightly less intellectual discussion, I guess, if we had to say anything that we say is intellectual, which it definitely isn't. Um, <laughs> it kind of it kind of reminds me of like how video games work. Like if you're playing a Grand Theft Auto game, you know at least if you know how games are made to an extent that five streets away from you stuff is loaded and then after that the game doesn't load it because it doesn't need it um, it yeah. kind of reminded me of that a little bit like if you were to hack the game and immediately teleport yourself halfway across the map, the textures would be unloaded first of all which isn't yeah, something Yeah, it a takes a minute for
1: everyone to like, in pop in, yeah. Yeah,
0: like you wouldn't have NPCs and cars, uh, or, it depends on the game, but like how, it, how it's made it's, it kind of reminds me of that but I like mean the there's a lot of stuff like that. If, if you talk about
1: games as well, there's a lot of like trickery they can do as well with um, FOV stuff as well. Um, where uh, specific, more specifically for first person games, but the, the direction you're looking in will be loaded, but everything outside your vision will not be loaded. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously yeah, because does that. to save yeah, exactly like it, it's there to save space so things run better. Um, so it's unloading the things that aren't necessary at that time. But I think I think someone did an interesting and the, when people started hacking into PT and stuff for that, which was interesting. Um, but like there was a whole thing where they did like a very basic idea of it, which they had a bunch of trees, um, and then they had like a, a vision cone for the person, and literally wherever they looked, the trees would pop in but disappear at the moment they took the gaze off of it. Hmm.
0: That would be another really interesting, interesting Truman Show esque movie of like what if a well, modern version of that they did that, but it was some kind of fully immersive vr they just had someone plugged into yeah. this vr world and then it, they start figuring out how to break it and stuff and what that does to them yeah. that would be an interesting like spoof of this movie see what i mean it's like such a fun concept you could take it so many different mm. ways it, it
1: it's it's strange you do, it's not something you see more for sure because it's such a unique concept mm. what it is and it, honestly it, it works very well um yeah. it, it, it perfectly captures what it's trying to it perfectly captures what it's trying to tell yeah um uh, while it also had being a compelling story of the characters involved, and lo- it feel like it feels like a very real story. Yeah, I
0: love movies like this. I I feel like I should put them in a category and call them like what if movies because like Groundhog yeah. Day is like this as well, of like this yeah. like supernatural thing happening to an ordinary character and then seeing how they react to it and like how it changes them.
1: Uh, we need to watch first update at some point. But... There's, a, it, there's a there's an Adam Sandler movie. I, I think it's called Fifty First Dates. I think. Oh right. Um, which is a similar idea in that basically this girl he ends up dating, um, she basically her memory resets every day. Oh. Um, that's weird. So it, it, it's basically always resets to a certain time. They basically what her family ends up doing ha- ended up doing before he met her was to basically play her life out as if it was that day that she only that she's replaying through so she only remembers that day and then she obviously loses the memory when she wakes up and then she goes for that day again they basically play it out as if it's that same day over and over and over and over for her oh, rather gosh. than tell her what's actually happening and then adam Sandler's character comes along and basically is like you, you need to tell her basically and it becomes this whole thing of he's dating her but literally every morning he tells her everything and then they spend the day together, and then the next day wake up and it's the whole thing again. It's a really interesting that movie.
0: That seems like someone watched Groundhog Day and saw a very specific part of that movie which was really sad, and
1: said, I want to make that into the entire movie. Mm. It, it's it's weird. It, it definitely feels like so, like like what that for sure, but it, it's Groundhog an interesting day? take on it. Um, I don't think I have if I don't, I don't remember it. If I okay. had, I, it must have been when I was very young. Well, I there
0: had. is this really like, it's not a huge spoiler, but there is a sad point in a movie where like he convinces uh, this person that he's living this life where uh, he's just repeating the same day over and over again and she's like well and like you know it's quite romantic and stuff and then she's like will I remember any of this or like like tomorrow you're going to see a version of me which doesn't remember any of this and all this kind of stuff and he was like well you know I hope not and then he wakes up and it is and yeah. like, obviously she doesn't remember any of it because it's the same day again so it feels like someone kind of took that and put it into an entire movie but I don't know I haven't seen the movie no. maybe it's a good movie but um, but yeah, I, right, just love, I love what if movies like this it's probably mm. I do, it's not like a genre of movie but if it was it's it would a, be my favourite genre it,
1: it's, it's a simple concept that like you can pull so much out of um, yeah. I, I feel like the best ideas are very simple that mm. can be taken in many ways or, or multifaceted um, and can literally go in any direction you, you want really like it's just very interesting, I think, um, yeah. to come out with these very... Because that's what it is. Like, on paper, it's a very simple thing, for sure. It's just then you take it and then put characters in it and then suddenly it becomes this huge thing and then it's incredible. Exactly. All that stuff, so.
0: If we If we go back to when he's freaking out and he's having his breakdown... Mm-hmm. One of his breakdowns. Because um, <laughs> he has a couple. Um, I also liked how he was hugging his briefcase at some point because it's like the briefcase represents normality, um, yeah. represents, like, the world as it should be. Uh, I thought that was a nice little touch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. And I
1: think it's almost like an anchor, like, grounding him.
0: Exactly. And then, like, his wife comes home from work, and, like, um, like they, she tries to, you know, reestablish the world that he's in and stuff. And there, there's one part of this movie that I think is dumb. <laughs> so, the way that the way that Truman right. kind of realizes that his wife is in on it is he's looking through the wedding photos, and she has her fingers crossed on the, the wedding. Yeah, that was a
1: bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, come on.
1: I mean, that's that's probably just a, again. That's probably just the thing of its time. Honestly, I mean, this is this yeah. is the late nineties. True. So that was probably just a, just a thing back then. So. But I do like but, his reaction
0: to it as well. It's like the fuck. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like an out of place comedy moment. I don't know, it it was just it just hit a bit weird. But I was like, okay. that was kind of dumb. <laughs> and this okay,
1: is... yeah, because I guess the I guess it's the whole idea. Obviously, this is a very dumb, childish thing now. Like if we think about it, but it's the whole like if you're crossing your fingers, then it doesn't obviously, count. Obviously, it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um, and it was around this time in the movie where he really starts to test like how far he can go, isn't it? Like. But like his wife mm. failed at calming him down, and so he decides to follow her to work. And you can see all of the people scrambling, like uh oh, hang on, he's not yeah. supposed to. He's not supposed to follow. So they oh,
1: have... I
0: fucking love that. Yeah, I know what you're gonna sort say about now. Yeah. So when he follows him into the hospital, and like all of the fucking wheelchair people, are like oh, we're just coming this way. Sorry, hang on. This <laughs> like, and then like he barges past them, and they're like, it's so oh, weird. Crazy. Yeah, it's so forced and
1: like. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's at this point, it's so obvious that something's going on. Yeah, like... Um, but I, I think my favourite with that bit though is when he sees them in the surgery room exactly, and the, the guy yeah, who's very clearly to. not a doctor yeah. or a surgeon oh, is like, starts so cutting into them. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, like uh... uh, uh. Um, and
0: like, Jim Carrey's watching them, at, or Truman, sorry, is watching them and they're like, fuck, okay... Making the incision, and they're going to bed. So <laughs> <like, wait, laughs> <laughs> 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 It's horrifying! It's funny, it but it's horrifying! horrifying. Um, how far they go the fact then, that they were
1: that committed to it it's just yeah. like oh god
0: and then it's like oh sorry and like if they did do like a documentary style spin off you, you could do like that guy sued them or something because, like, obviously, yeah, like,
1: because they just fucking stabbed him. Yeah, yeah, but That's that's the thing as well. Like, that's 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 something that is interesting as well. Is like the the, the fucking lengths that people are going for this. One for the moral stuff. Muddy, for one, but some of the physical shit they do as well. They must have got paid a lot yeah. to be doing this. Yeah, and as a result, it must have been making a lot of money as well. Yeah, like, can you imagine? Like, through I I, I mean, it said like most of the money it makes through product placement and stuff, but there must have been something else going on as well. Of like oh, science, people of giving money and stuff.
0: Um, if yes, you think for about sure. It, like it must be a massive uh, psychological. Uh, yeah,
1: like, yeah, because intrigue. It's it is one. Of, it's a it's a question I saw pop up back along On I think it was an Ask Reddit thing or something. But it was like, what would you do if morals wasn't if morals or money wasn't an issue? Mm. Um, and I definitely think this is one of those kind of in in like incidents of that. Yeah. Um, for sure.
0: It's also kinda of fucked up how they they're trying to they're tryna have it so that Truman and his wife have a baby so they can have a first baby like Conceived on live television, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to have Truman have a son that goes through all this as well. Like, they want to keep yeah. it going and like see what it's like when maybe they were working towards the dream of having a like hundred years, Rick and Morty, hundred years <laughs> where they could have like an entire town full of people who don't know that there is part of the simulation.
1: Yeah, like I think that was definitely the grand goal of, of uh, Christoph for sure.
0: Yeah, and, like this oh. was
1: just the tip of the iceberg for him. He had plans spanning decades, centuries, even.
0: yeah and so obviously this is when um, when he like basically abducts his wife and he's like come on we're going to fiji let's go and like he's driving and like all of these cars keep coming out he's like oh how weird the traffic's bad let's turn yeah because
1: because because before that as well he starts pointing out the weirdness in the place he's like hmm i've been sat here for a while and these i when oh, well, he sat in the car initially and he's oh like, yeah, yeah yeah i yeah. bet you these things are gonna happen in this order and then it happens and, and she, he's like <laughs> oh,
0: oh my god <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> exactly god, okay. yeah he's really seeing through the code at this point yeah um and then i think and then the traffic yeah, yeah and then like he turns oh actually no i think we will try it again i have a weird feeling the traffic might be better and oh look how weird the traffic's gone and then like you're <laughs> approaching the border of a place and like i put the light up, broke the camel's back was when when that firefighter um or is it all fi- oh, that um they said there was like a radiation leak or something past yeah the fire um and then the guy finally convinced Truman to get back in his tr- car and drive home, and you can almost see him starting to buy the lie. And then, yeah. um, and then, uh, he, oh, was it his wife says thank you or something like that? And the stranger goes, "You're welcome, Truman." And like you can see in his face, he's like, "Yeah, that guy shouldn't know my name." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the that's, small yeah. lie that broke after everything. Uh, that's like the yeah. lie that broke him, and then like obviously he plays along
1: from that point and pretends to believe. Um, I fucking love love that as well. Where he literally just like lets Jesus take the wheel, and it just puts his foot down over the bridge. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. His wife, like, she's she's so like relieved. She's like, oh, you knew this was gonna happen. Come on, let's go home. Like this kind of thing. She's like, oh thank fuck, we've reached a bridge. Exploring like, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like more scared than he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then like. Oh wait, no, hang on. There's more to it, isn't there? It's not that like he just suddenly decides to pretend to believe, that's when he threatens his wife with the knife. Um after the product placement. They go home. Yeah. And she go home and then he, and, he, and then
1: she threatens him and then and then he obviously takes the knife. Yeah. To um, to to test to test the, the limits even further.
0: Yeah. And then she says, Do something and like there's that moment of yeah. like shit. And then his best mate knocks on the door with some beers. Um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He always does uh, that, it's weird. Yeah, um, and I feel like this was for one last guy who, like, Truman really believed. Yeah. And it's, I think, the angriest part of the film, or the f- part of the film that makes me the angriest, is how fucking insidious it is when they're sat on the end of that bridge and Truman is fucking bearing his soul to his best friend. Yeah. And for the first half of that scene, you're almost believing what his best friend's telling him. Like you believe he's an actor, but you believe that mm. on some level he cares yeah. about Truman and he's trying to make yeah, him yeah, feel yeah, better. Yeah. And then you cut to the control room and you see and that they're fucking
1: him feeding him lines. every
0: single word into <sighs> his ear how fucking insidious
1: i know it was it was horrible that like cut away to it and i was just like oh yeah no like i at this point i was horrified yeah i was just sat here like good again
0: the the music and the atmosphere of a film like my heart was racing at this point in the film of just Mm. like "Oh, oh my god like what the fuck is he gonna do next what's happening like how far is this gonna go like the film did a really good job of building up like this kind of anxiety, like it doesn't even have to take shape, I'm not there going oh my god, what if he escapes, or oh my god what if he kills someone, it's just the yeah. general atmosphere of a film that has you on edge, mm. um, it's, sure. it's almost a thriller to be honest um, yeah, I
1: mean it, I mean, it, it gives like, it's like that's the idea, it's like the, the, there's the whole like you said before about the him when he's going crazy in this normal music I think the whole entire point of the film is to make you keep constantly think this isn't okay yeah. this isn't right something is always wrong yeah. because this situation is wrong this yeah. film this this show that's been made is wrong, and, it and that's quite... kind of the point of how the, the movie makes you feel. It's like you're supposed to be feeling this way because yeah. it's
0: wrong. <laughs> and a lot of like the quietness of like the high pitched notes and stuff kind of reminded me of like Hitchcock films, uh, the way they build suspense. And I, I haven't watched a lot of Hitchcock films, obviously, but I did study some. Um, and yeah. like the kind of shower curtain scene with like the the really high pitched music and stuff, it reminded me of like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and like in like really subtle nuances to like affect your mood in the movie um, and yeah I'm at that point again where I go it's just so well done so <laughs> oh, god. Oh, god, so good <laughs> um, but yeah and then it's at that point that they reintroduce his dad who must have got paid a lot of money, it's also depressing when yeah. you realise that the reason he broke onto set wasn't to try and free Truman, it was to try and get himself back on the show <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get more money yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah that, that that's kind of gross um, and that's when they cut away and you see it like go into the interview and it's like oh it's been a crazy week on the Truman show like all this kind of stuff and that's when they show you the other perspective of behind the scenes and the challenges they've been facing and when you think about it even when you're seeing behind the scenes you're still seeing it as an outside viewer because it's yeah. all from Christoph's mouth it's like He's telling us about it. It's an interview. And later on we do see behind the scenes, truly. But like at this point in the movie, still, we're seeing it from a viewer. From an outside viewer. And um, I think that's because some semblance of the world that uh, Truman lives in is still intact. Um, when we really start to see behind the scenes, like, how it's really working out, uh, that's when it's truly breaking down. And no one believes it anymore. Not even Truman. Um, but yeah i i love i love the interview it was so interesting like because
1: it completely ripped away from the, the the actual like show as well like it was yeah. the first time since like the beginning of the movie where it fully ripped away from what was going on yeah and it was just purely like hi this is a show yeah. i made it like it was it was the whole thing it, i think it was you had interesting.
0: like an hour before you got to that point wasn't it yeah 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 um, and, like, and then an
1: suddenly you're like you're fully in it yeah and you're like oh
0: shit <laughs> i think that's the idea is that you've just seen an episode of a truman show yeah um exactly although obviously we've seen some candid shots that the actual viewers wouldn't have seen but it's it, yeah. it's definitely meant to give you that impression um and yeah you learn about like some more stuff about what it was like during the earlier years how like there were there was much less area for them to explore because um like obviously it hadn't been fully built, but because he was a kid, they could get away with more. Because when you're a child, yeah. you just accept the way of the world. You just accept. Oh, yeah, because because yeah,
1: because because he starts he climbing some rocks, isn't yeah. he? And then his dad's like, no, 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 don't go up there. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back, and, and then you learn about how like pissed off his dad was when he got killed off, and like all of this other yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah. going on outside the show. Um, although interestingly, we don't get much in the ways of. Society. Apart from the occasional shots of them watching TV, we don't know if it's a super similar society to our own. I think it is supposed to be. Um, yeah.
1: Because I, I think I think it just says it's because uh, it's built the the actual like set like the giant set is built. Uh, Hollywood, the Hollywood isn't it? sign.
0: Yeah.
1: The Hollywood sign.
0: Which is an important location for it because so much about Hollywood is fake. Yes. For you see sure. that sign and you immediately know that like you're watching. You're seeing things as people want you to see them, not as they actually are.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So yeah, very very important location for that show to be filmed in. Um, Yeah, and um, I just love I love the end of a movie. I love everything about this movie, but I love the end of a movie where like he's pretending uh, that he's going along with it, and then you finally he finally gets one up over on the on the people running the show. um, Yeah. Where. They are not in control for once, they don't know where he's gone. He's planned an escape route. Um, and I love that scene where his best mate comes around and he's like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Truman, what are you doing? And he's like, He's not here. It's like, Keep it up, like, keep acting. He might be hiding, kind of thing. Um, which goes kind of gives you an insight as to like how seriously they take
1: um, the kind of veil
0: of like, Yeah
1: the fact that like, he's not there like it is one of the things as well is it it, it makes you realize that he's probably not he's probably this is one of like probably like the first time like either in a long time or ever where he's not been on camera yeah like they don't know where he is yeah like they have no idea and so they're all panicking
0: and uh, um another extremely prescient or pre- prescient moment uh is when they say take us offline it's like oh my god yeah. like holy shit, the Truman Show is offline, it's never offline, it's always on, always online um, yeah. and I want to remind you of a small little game you may have heard of called Fortnite um, that game is always online, always available, and then when they transitioned to season 2 they took it offline and when the Truman Show is offline um, you see someone tell Christoph that someone's threatening to rip up his contract, and he says, why? we're getting more ratings with this screen than we've ever had on this show Yeah. and like when Fortnite went offline for like two or three days, like, that's all anyone cared about was it Fortnite. Fucking and
1: blew up, yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah, like a second, resurg- like, giant resurgence almost.
0: It's super interesting how, like, this show, like, well, not this show, this movie, whoever wrote it, the people who made this movie, have such an innate understanding of human reaction to things, yeah. Uh, that they predicted something that happened basically 30 years later. Exactly,
1: uh, or 20 yeah, years yeah.
0: later, I guess. Um, because that basically happened before right? although obviously yeah, it wasn't like it a reality show but I
1: mean yes, yeah, it's literally exactly the same isn't yeah. it like first time it's fully offline for the first time ever
0: yeah and then um, and then afterwards a very cool part of the movie is when they just
1: give up and they start like yeah. they turn
0: the sun on <laughs> which yeah. i thought was really interesting
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, uh, just make a day like and then we're just like ah at this
0: point it doesn't matter where he is They've abandoned all pretense um I, I think i think my favorite someone... part
1: about the uh, bit when he's looking for the basement for him though is when he pops out of the hole and looks directly at the camera and just goes he's gone
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like all right well you completely
0: ruined it now. <laughs> i almost expected truman to jump out from beside the house like i knew it <laughs> But I guess it's if he such, did that it's such just... like a,
1: it's such a fucking great because it's such like a like a T V thing, isn't it? It's like, oh no. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah. And then it's eerie how you have the uh, that entire cast of extras just patrolling the streets going Yeah, Troom-room. oh god. It, like, it's like, like
1: dystopian at that point, doesn't yeah. it?
0: Um but it's weird because they've turned the they've turned the sun on. <laughs> um, which <laughs> yeah. is a sentence that's weird to say. Uh but they're still like keeping up appearances by being like, Come home buddy kind of all this stuff.
1: Yeah, like Oh god so weird.
0: And then when you finally find out he's on a boat, um Oh first of all I like the moment where the the bus driver's like, I don't know how to fucking sail a boat. I'm the bus driver. Oh. I'm used to doing it. Oh the bus. god, yeah, isn't that a thing as well when um when he get when
1: Truman gets on the bus and the bus driver doesn't know how to drive the oh, bus Oh yes, of course. <laughs> so he like
0: breaks the bus. <laughs> no I think it wasn't that he doesn't know how to drive it it was more that he didn't know where to take the bus to
1: you know? yeah 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 he was like fucking around with it and like, then and basically just completely wrecked it
0: there had to be a reason for the bus to not leave
1: the town. yeah yeah so he just I just out. love it because it's so like tense everyone in that bus but Truman is just like
0: <laughs> yeah like I don't get paid to do lines, am I supposed to start talking about where we're going now? What am I doing now? Like, it's so much... Because oh
1: it's, it's just so completely off the beaten path at that point. Like, yeah. it's, it's just so funny to see it all breaking down around him, and like, obviously we know and we see the characters, so we're looking at these like, the extras and the characters and stuff. Exactly. And, and they're just like...
0: <laughs> we've had a show that's... <coughs> Excuse me. Operated for thousands of days. Um being paid to be one of the extras who does stuff five streets away just in case he goes there must be like obviously you're not supposed to let your guard down just in case he shows up but when you've been doing it for years and years and years and he typically doesn't show up of course you're gonna be a bit taken off guard you know um yeah it becomes normal at that point and then oh shit he's here we've actually got to act
1: I just remembered as well. They had like they whole like they redid his story and everything, did they? At one point, where they were just like he's gonna get a divorce, yeah, and then we're gonna yeah. introduce a new love interest, and oh, it was god, just like,
0: yeah. oh my, god. yeah, ah, oh, yeah,
1: so gross. horrible. Because at that point, he like gone back and been like, all right, I, I I get it now, like or like he was at least playing along. Mm. Um. So yeah, and when he's talking
0: into the mirror as well for the second time, and the guys yeah. are like, oh my god, he knows. He knew yeah. it, and then it was like, "Oh wait, no, he's just being weird." But actually, he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just yeah, fucking he, with him, yeah. um, which says a lot about his character as well. That he's not just, he doesn't just fucking break down into a puddle and do nothing. Like he mm-hmm. tries to escape, uh, and then, um, so I guess I'll mention now where at the end of the movie where he's on the boat. and First of all, kind of fucked up that Christoph tries to kill him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well- not so much he tries to kill him, he tries to scare him into going back, but he doesn't realise he's so set on going that he's like, "Yeah, I should stop.
0: Yeah. Like, and I loved that guy who was just like, he was like, more, like, and then the guy was just like, no, like, I'm not, I'm not going to kill this guy, come on. Um, and then he did it himself, obviously, but um, props to that which, guy which who was just finally like
1: too That's a super interesting point as well, the fact that he got hands on in that moment. He didn't touch anything for the entire movie. And yet in that moment he just went whoop and the fact that was to make things more destructive kind of more adds to the yeah character well. like very they, true like, like he literally just went in and did it and that was the thing that was basically almost killed truman yeah and the fact that it was because he went in and did it as well i think is really interesting
0: yeah that's that's a very good point and then um and then he survives obviously and um, I, I put down actually, uh, it was interesting that even even when he's trying to prevent him from leaving he asks for like a hero shot. Uh, like yeah. there's this duality to him where he knows um, that like the film people must uh-huh. Yeah, it must go on. Even if like it's to document him realising and escaping, it will still make <laughs> fucking cracking good telly. So they should probably film it, right? <laughs> yeah. um, like the
1: filmmaker in him for sure is like, yeah. oh this this but then like the the god the... part of him is like no, yeah. this, this has to be oh, salvaged. Plus, like it's no, saved. more, more like Obviously, yeah. more! Honestly, <laughs> I, obviously <laughs> what, uh, he survives this. Um, yeah, like the, I just love like the the calm after it as well. Like yeah. just it's just so tranquil. Yeah. and then the fucking map goes through the uh, the the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, now, the
0: literal skybox. It's it's weird how much this movie, um, kind of. How many parallels it has to three D games, not in like a poetic artsy way that says something about society, but just in happenstance. Like,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: The way they built the simulation is kind of similar to how developers build games. If you hack, yeah, like it, if you hack your like way like through the ocean map. and get to the skybox, yeah. it's literally a curved dome, like it is in this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, it's interesting it how it is literally built like a map would be in a game. Yeah. Like, it's the dome with the skybox. And it was and before three D games.
0: I mean, when did Super Mario come oh. out? Super, Mario, I know, uh, Super Mario w- it would have
1: been before it would have been before this film i think
0: i don't know if they would have taken it was two years before the film i don't know oh, if they would have taken inspiration obviously like hmm. i don't know if it was the first 3d game ever made but it was definitely like the most prominent one um i don't know if they would have taken inspiration from that or not maybe they did
1: um i, I, I think i think one of the one of fantastic things about that game as well um it's obviously it is one of the, it is i mean it's the it's one of the the trend for 3D games for sure mm. um but the whole idea of it is because it was a, such a harsh transition to you actually controlling the camera they made it a likito yeah. that was controlling the camera so it, the idea was that you were just controlling a likito because people had never really
0: people had never really had a camera to control in games before so it wasn't like there was no guideline of, do we make it a character, or do we just not have to explain it? And Nintendo were like, we'll make it a character. And then every other game afterwards was like, no, we don't need to explain the camera. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mario did
0: it. Go look at Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't always play that game again Ah. on Friday.
1: You play our game. (laughs) But yeah, Um... so
0: maybe maybe they took some, maybe they saw some behind-the-scenes stuff about how that game was built, and that informed some of the decisions of, like, dude, how fucked up would it be if people made, like, a simulation of yeah, I don't know. Maybe that'd be interesting to look up at some point after the show.
1: I feel, I feel like, especially a film from, like, the 90s, it's one of those things that definitely was many years in the making. Mm. So maybe there was some inspiration, maybe there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe. But yeah, um, it is still interesting to think about, for sure.
0: But, yeah, it's... it's Oh, there's such beautiful, like, imagery of him breaking through and then, like, yeah. walking along the side and the music swelling. It's, like, all kind of, like... Yeah climactic and heartfelt and victorious and even at this point Kristoff's just like okay this is happening um and then oh the final scenes of that that movie are so sweet and it's i think it's really optimistic actually um because you don't hear a single word from truman uh between him escaping to him like from him like learning the truth and realizing the way things are when he finds his dad uh you have you might have some dialogue from when he's going about his day and he's like Haha! to his like workmates and stuff you know he's yeah, like putting yeah. on the mask um but apart from that when he goes missing you don't hear a single word from him
1: until yeah. he actually reaches the door and... like the Truman show becomes the no man show you know like he's he's, <laughs> he's he's nothing there at that point he is just a person doing a thing
0: and and I think he sums that up beautifully when he's talking to Christoph and um, he's like, come on I know you, like this world's like the world outside is scarier than the one in here just go home mm. and carry on with your or life or on the devil,
1: you know yeah. and, um,
0: yeah. and he's like you never put a camera inside my head um, and I think that's like super important of like, yeah. like at this point Truman knows exactly what's happening obviously um, but he's he's got this sense of self of like, I'm not just what this show made me, I still have my own hopes and dreams. And, motherfucker, I'm going to Fiji.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. That's the thing as well, it's like, you may be able to craft all these things and make me believe them and... Fact, refining factual world and stuff but I'm always going to have my own dreams my own hopes I'm, I'm gonna still want to do these things and if there is an opportunity to do those things motherfucker I'm gonna go do them <laughs> yeah
0: and this is the actual direct quote uh, Christoph says I know you better than you know yourself and then Truman says you never had a camera in my head yeah uh, which I think was really beautiful um, mm. and Christoph at that moment kind of realizes like oh no he's going, he's Fantastic. going. Uh, and then um, and then he's like oh, I forget if it's before or after this he says say something you know, billions of people are watching you right now. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. he says that and then he says, well, good good morning and if I don't see you, good afternoon, I... good
0: evening, good and night. And yeah, which was, was like what he said to his neighbours and stuff, which I yeah, thought yeah, was yeah, really yeah. sweet because I often think about like, if I had a microphone and I was in front of the entire, po- like obviously this isn't the entire population of the world, but it's close. Um, mm. If I had like billions and billions of ears listening to me, what would I say? I wouldn't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> obviously yeah. I have a lot of beliefs and a lot of uh, you know i want people to know the way the world should be but when you've got that many people tuning in from so many different parts of the world with so many different states of their life and what they believe and what's happening to them and like where they are um what do you say to everyone and i think it's really sweet that the thing he says to them is a the thing he says to his neighbors because it's just this, yeah. it's this little it's this little thing that doesn't really mean anything but it just means you know i hope you're doing well um i care about you even if I'm not going to see you, kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's sweet that he chooses to say that. And he smiles, and he waves, and he walks away, and we never see him again. And I I think it's a really optimistic ending, because... Yeah, for sure. Uh, if that happened to someone in real life, I think they would be so mentally like damaged by what had happened to them. I don't think they would be that,
1: like... I, I, I think it's... It, it's almost like the euphoria of freedom as well. Like, yeah. the idea, like, I've escaped this birdcage, almost. And in in regards to the whole mental breakdown stuff, I think he kind of, he did that, got past it, and yeah. then it was the determined, okay, I'm getting out of here. Mm. Like, there was the... There was the um, it's like the whole, like, um like, what, oh, fuck, what was it called? Like, the stages of denial or something, or uh, some shit like that. Maybe like, it was... Of, of stages of something, I don't know, but like, the idea, he goes through, like, denial, then, uh, obviously, maybe, okay, and then obviously crazy part and then acceptance and then the escape.
0: I suppose to be fair he probably felt really validated knowing that all of these gnawing feelings he's been having for years about the world being false they're not exactly. they're not like, they're not like yeah a bad mental state
1: they are actually like he was cottoning on to the truth. Mm. It's, it's weird as well because I recently watched, so I've been watching through Doctor Who For anyone doesn't know, um, I recently oh, watched woo! the episode of The Library. Yeah. Um, who turned out the lights? Um, and uh, <laughs> hey, who the whole thing lights? where like it saves all those people into a simulation. Mm. I thought that was it's a very similar kind of deal, but yeah. I thought that was really interesting as well because the whole idea of like the kids not knowing if they were real or not. <laughs> and then the dude not knowing he was real or not. There was a lot of like, stuff in uh, there. Like, it was so weird. Like oh God, that, yeah. That, that, was a, that was a great couple of episodes, for sure. There was a, like constant back and forth, and it was such a weird. Yeah, it's definitely. Thing. I think it was probably Some inspired of, by yeah. this a lot. Uh, for, for sure. Yeah, Donna realizing yeah. where she is. Yeah. And yeah.
0: wait, how did we get here? And it's like, you remember. Except that's more to do with dreams and how dreams work, which we discussed um, last week, <laughs> a few weeks ago, uh, when we did Inception. Uh,
1: for sure but like it's still the same idea of this thing has been crafted for you yeah um It, it it's made for you um let for a different reason obviously mm. but it's still that same kind of idea and like the weird like huh this is strange why like obviously because the whole idea in that in that episode as well is that she's obviously she thinks of a thing and then she's there yeah. and once she's made the decision to do the thing she's there like kind of thing yeah. Whereas the opposite being like, obviously everything is tailor made for Truman, so the idea is he, he can want something as much he wants, but if it's not on the path, then he's not going to do it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I guess the difference there is that that's made as a mercy in Doctor Who. This is made as something to gawk at and sink money into and psychologically evaluate, so it's a little less. Uh, how?
1: Arguably Does good. They... Do they ever say how old Truman is? Um, I, I forget if they say, actually said what his name was and uh, not his name. His age was sorry. And I think I
0: think they probably do. I think I don't know if this wallpaper engine thing is accurate where they say what day it is. But if it is, and they show that in the film at some point, you can probably figure out his age. I imagine he's in like his late twenties, early thirties. I don't know. I, I
1: think it's I think it's thirties. Yeah, but, but my, 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 I'm just thinking like the, the the reason that everything kind of breaks down. I think is because he's never really. Like there's never really been like everything has run so smoothly, um up until that point. Mm -hmm. Like I think that's the general idea, and the fact that they had contingencies to a degree, but they were so like, they were so thingy. They they were pretty much so adamant that he was just going to keep existing no matter what happened, and keep existing as that. That they didn't have contingencies for him specifically, um. For stuff going wrong there was th- when stuff around him went wrong fair enough they had things for that but specifically him they didn't have anything in place and i think it's purely because everything was so tailor-made around him that they were just like it's a flawless plan he will continue just off that plan and we'll just move him around whatever mm,
0: that's another thing i think it
1: think... starts breaking down it's very much a case of like shit what do we do we don't know what to do in this situation
0: that's another thing that i think this movie's optimistic about is that like very clearly, the people who made this simulation are cynical about what a human is in modern yes. society. And Truman breaks that. He's like, he, no, his, his, his idea of what he wants to do in the world breaks the boundaries of what that world has made, like the capacity of it uh, for him to be able to do. And mm. it's supposed to be the case that he just kind of like, he's this average, like kind of day in, day out, just does his work kind of a guy. And he's supposed to live this soap opera life but in reality humans aren't like that like they might be at some stage in their life and you might you might see someone just going to work like five days a week six days a week and doing the same thing every day and make that impression for like the majority of humans but in reality we're way more nuanced and different than that and truman really shows that throughout this movie of like sure he was that way for years but his mind was ticking away, and he had ideas of his own and dreams he wanted to aspire to. And eventually, he broke free of his box that they made for him. Um, and it was a cynical box, and he broke the roof out of it. And he, yeah,
1: because it's, it, it, it's the because it's the it's this, the constant thing of it being like saying and not doing, thinking and doing. And it, it, that that's definitely something that people very easily relate to as well because they know obviously about his hopes and dreams because he does he does he does he mentions them here and there.
0: Yeah, um, but also we all point, have them.
1: <laughs> yes, for sure. Exactly. That's the point. We all have them, and the fact that he so openly talks about them—well, not maybe not openly because obviously he doesn't know—but obviously the fact that he talks about them um, makes people like, oh, he is literally like I am. He is. He's like me, um, yeah. which I think is why like it's not too um, out there to be like, yeah, th- this many people watch this show, sure.
0: <laughs> and I think it's also why everyone's cheering him on at the end when he's breaking out of his box because they've loved watching him and you'd imagine that they don't want him to they don't want him to escape because they like watching him but no it's more optimistic again it's a really optimistic movie of they're like fuck yeah do it like get out we've watched you for years get out there and like because then we can also like break free of our kind of like own truman shows exactly for
1: sure like because because it's the idea of breaking mediocrity it's it, it's it, he he's done it, and he's done it in front of all these people, despite all the things that were thrown at him to stop him what who's to say we can't do it as well you know
0: yeah and in and then twenty years later, they make another movie where, oh no, there's been an uprising of a lower class. How terrible
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wait a minute, what
0: do you mean getting paid for my work every day doesn't mean I'm not a slave what <laughs> Oh boy, hang on a minute, I've gone into Marxism um. Anyway. Anyway. Yes. Well, that was the Truman Show. <laughs>
1: or the Truman Show.
0: Um, good film. Oh, it's such a good film. Mhm. I really enjoyed. It. I love, uh, like I said, I love movies like this. If anyone's got any recommendations for, basically, the criterion giving you is, the, if the Truman Show and Groundhog Day and Click are all of the same variety of film of ordinary person in extraordinary circumstances and you know of a film that fits that criteria if that sounds like something i would love to watch please let me know on twitter or on twitch chat or anything like that and i'll i'll, I'll have a look at the trailer or something and, and give it a think um also uh, other stuff as well uh which is kind of like more indie film stuff is like jumper um that's that's very fun but that's more like superpower
1: based to be fair Basically, anything that's really interesting that has interesting themes or interesting going <laughs> about things. If
0: you've seen a film which has people yeah, in it, and they do stuff out. that makes you go, "Huh, that's neat." Let me know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like make it as vague as possible. Don't do that. Just <laughs> make me feel strange inside. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: guy going space blue, big old space, space That sounds like a good movie. <laughs> <But> yeah. <sighs> he didn't always,
1: use the always, force.
0: always.
1: I, 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 when it comes to media, I'm always happy for recommendations. Yes. Um, so, when it comes to anything really, music, games, movies. Just any, just not series. Get away from, me we, from that I shit. must <laughs> consume. <laughs> I must consume. Reese,
0: um I'm going to ask yes. you a question that I'm not sure you're prepared for. Why is it? What are we watching next week?
1: It's <laughs> Club. Oh, okay. You are prepared. <laughs> no, I was prepared, bitch. Oh. The annoying thing about us not having not, I've, I've been wanted to do this one ever since I watched it like a month ago um, uh, for the first time. Um, so I was hoping like, oh, we we'll do Truman, the and then we can do Breakfast Club. nope I've had to wait two more weeks for that. So <laughs> that's annoying. But that's fine. Um, but yeah, I want to do Breakfast Club because it's a very good film. Okay, and it pure it's a pure character study. I know so...
0: literally nothing about it.
1: It is purely about characters talking, and it's fucking fantastic. <laughs>
0: Well, I look forward to watching this movie, that movie. That that movie is there going to be a wallpaper engine for it,
1: though, Reese? That's the most important oh, thing. Oh God, there might be. Look at them now.
0: <laughs> no, so it might be spoilers. Um, I'll look it
1: up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll it's
0: fine. Uh, that's stuff to sort out in between the weeks. One one of these weeks, you're just going to have a flat image. I'm sorry, everyone. You won't get the pretty uh, rain falling or the sparks sparking or the little the little smoke that's been going. I'm feeling there must be one for. A... For it. I like the no. idea that if I run this wallpaper engine for long enough, it will take over to day 10,910. Uh, for those of you listening to the audio version, uh, I've got a wallpaper engine thing, which is basically a big-ass TV picture of of Truman, and it says, Live! Day 10,909. And the wallpaper action bits are the rain uh, falling, uh, the, the screen shimmering, A bit of smoke, sparks coming off a screen, a bit of smoke coming off of it, That doesn't seem very good. Uh, But there is a stationary seagull, uh, because that's not going to move. That would be weird. That would be weird. And the traffic's not moving beneath either. (laughs)
1: Look, that was the only one, alright? You can't be fucking too picky. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not a full on GIF,
0: it's a scene. Uh, I I think they have a name, they're like live wallpapers or something boring. Um, yeah, but no, they're not even like wallpapers. There's definitely a name for them. Um, but animatics? No, that's not it. Um, but there's the first one I ever saw was of David Tennant uh, looking sad in the rain, and, and there's a <laughs> and I think you've probably seen the gif of it. Um, yeah, and the funniest thing enough. is there's a bit of water that keeps dropping off his nose, uh, and someone someone on Reddit was like, where I saw it was like. Could you make that again, but get rid of the water dropping off of his nose, because it really annoys me. (laughs) So there's two versions of it. God's sake. (laughs) Oh, I miss Doctor Who, like the early days. I also just miss modern Doctor Who. I'm excited for the next season. I want to see what happens next. I've learned to just appreciate it for what it is, and not critique the hell out of it like i did during the capaldi era because the capaldi era was actually pretty decent in a lot of places and because i was there uh, critiquing the heck out of it i didn't appreciate it for what it was at the time so i'm doing gonna do less of critiquing things he said on the movie podcast where you critique a movie every week uh, i see what <laughs> i did there uh, i'm vamping but i'm not sure what i'm vamping for what are you up to my
1: dude I'm just looking to see if there actually is any, but I need to quickly update a uh, thingy, so... It's
0: okay, we'll discuss it off the podcast. Let's have
1: a look.
0: Okay, we won't discuss,
1: <laughs> we, one. We won't discuss <laughs> it off the podcast.
0: Is it good? Is it a scene? Does it say no. scene? What does it say? It's not good. <laughs> can someone in the week between now and next week make us a really good Breakfast Club live wallpaper? <laughs> oh, that's
1: a bit Alright, I mean, to be fair, you can go pretty easily with like the end screen from uh, from the movie so alright then that's what i the I'll end screen's really... pretty good it's just it's, it's just the it's just the image of one of the characters with his fist in the air
0: I can let Mike Truman go to sleep now bye, bye. I'm shade. not Mike Truman fucks sake I did it again bye 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 Truman bye 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 Truman bye bye he's gone to sleep he's left the screen uh, and with that uh, I think I'm gonna end the podcast thank yes. you for listening to this episode
1: of the weekly waypoint. This isn't the weekly waypoint. That's the wrong thing. Oh, okay. I'm just watching the stream now and I just watched him. Okay. <laughs>
0: there you go. I can't I can't pick up the scene because <laughs> I've moved him off the screen, so I don't know how I'm going to fix that. <laughs> oh, wait. I got him. I got him. He's back. Hang on. Maybe I can make him really small. Really, really, really. I <laughs> can <laughs> make him really small. Alright. I'm Sorry, messing with it. A- on. Outro. Outro. Okay. Um, the end. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another fantastic episode. It's a fantastic Let Us Know episode of Pictures Without Pictures. This is the show where we discuss the pictures, but we don't give you the pictures because Twitch be like that, though. Um, Join us next week where we will be discussing The Breakfast Club, which I'm assuming is about a bunch of people who go to have breakfast and then have a long existential discussion about their lives. And then then maybe Uma Thurman's in it and she kills someone. I don't know. That's just the impression I get. Damn it. I like Huma Furman being and stuff. Anyway, I'm going to get off on a tangent again, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to end the show now. Farewell. Goodbye from Goodbye. me. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>